You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Wednesday, January 4th. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. The state has determined that it's in its best interest to sell a portion of the Mount Edgecombe High School campus to the Coast Guard for construction of a new dock. The determination is a necessary step before the state can dispose of land. The State Board of Education met in Sitka on the Mount Edgecombe campus in September and voted to enter into negotiations with the Coast Guard for the sale of the property, which includes three lots immediately to the north of the Coast Guard's existing dock. The total amount of land to be sold is a little over one and a half acres. One of the lots is currently under long-term lease to the Coast Guard and is used for parking. The other two lots are directly across Seward Avenue from the Mount Edgecombe Aquatic Center and are designated student recreation. The preliminary determination authorizes the Department of Education to negotiate a lease for a second lot until an alternative site for recreation can be built. The land is needed by the Coast Guard to construct a floating dock for the 154-foot fast-response cutter Douglas Denman, which is currently stationed in Ketchikan, awaiting its final home porting in Sitka. The existing pier for the buoy tender Kukui will be demolished and rebuilt as part of the project. The Douglas Denman is one of six fast response cutters being deployed at Alaska. The State Board of Education met on December 8th and voted to approve the preliminary determination. A public comment period opened on December 13th and will remain open through the close of business on January 13th. You can find more information about the transaction and how to submit written comments on our website, kcaw.org. Last month, the Sitka Assembly changed the process for summer tour operators and vendors to secure a place at the city's Harrigan Centennial Hall. Previously, the spots could be purchased on a first-come, first-served basis at a flat rate. Now businesses must bid for the spaces in an auction. Tour operators in Ketchikan also compete for spaces at the city-owned cruise ship dock in an auction every three years. But Ketchikan City Council is scheduled to vote on Thursday on a plan to move to a lottery system. As KRBD's Eric Stone reports, officials say it's an effort to allow newer and smaller businesses to capitalize on publicly owned infrastructure. When passengers walk off cruise ships in downtown Ketchikan, among the crowds and buses are six small booths bearing the names of various tour companies. Two more sell food, fish and chips and the like. Every three years, the city holds an auction for those booths. Vendors list the maximum price they're willing to pay in a sealed bid auction, and the top bidders get the chance to hawk their tours to disembarking tourists on Ketchikan's cruise ship docks. This past year, the program brought in roughly $370,000 in rent for the city's port fund. But it's not meant to be a significant revenue stream for the city, according to Ketchikan's Port and Harbors director, Daryl Verfai, who joined the city staff last year. Instead, it's supposed to give businesses an opportunity to capitalize on the city's publicly owned port infrastructure. But those opportunities have been limited to a select few tour operators. Over the past 10 years, Verfai says essentially the same six vendors have been the top bidders for dock leases. He says some of those operators have held leases since 2004. And he says the system provides essentially the same service to the companies at vastly different costs. In some cases, the top bidder paid nearly $40,000 more than the lowest successful bidder over the course of a season. Making things worse, the Port and Harbors director says the system appears to be unfair. Though he doesn't name names, Verfai says the disparities were exacerbated by, quote, the appearance of collusionary practices among some past leaseholders that had the potential to secure an advantage over other bidders, end quote. So he's proposing what he calls a hard reset of the program to allow small businesses a fairer shot at the leases. It would be a lottery. Essentially, anyone who wants to sell tours or food on the docks would submit an application, and they'd be drawn at random to determine who gets a spot. The cost of the lease would be up to the city council, and the specifics of the lottery would be up to the city manager. 
but the proposal is likely to face pushback from existing vendors. John Maloof of Ketchikan Duck Tour and Alaska Hummer Adventures says he's not convinced the system actually is excluding businesses. Last time we had six bidders. There were six booths. So if there were some kind of 24 bidders and six booths, maybe there'd be some ground stand on there. But you know, the year before that, we had seven bidders out of six booths. So I think there's opportunity for people to get in if they want to bid. Steve McDonald of Dolly's Enterprises called the plan ridiculous, bizarre, and asinine. He didn't want to be recorded, but he said that businesses that run dock booths have invested heavily in their operations, and they could face an uncertain future if the council adopts a lottery system. He estimated the city's existing dock vendors employ roughly 300 people. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Eric Stone. Thousands of Alaskans have been waiting without food stamps for months due to a backlog in the State Division of Public Assistance. Officials blame a 2021 cyber attack and a huge influx of paperwork after the state ended its public health emergency for the COVID-19 pandemic. But sources inside and outside the division say the problem goes back much further. Casey Grove checked in with KTOO reporter Claire Strempel to get the details. Claire, how bad is the problem and how did we get here? The state said about 8,000 people are waiting for food stamps, some of them since September. But workers inside the Division of Public Assistance have said the number is much higher. And it's not just food stamps. The Division of Public Assistance also processes Medicaid and other federal assistance programs. Sources at Providence say they've seen mothers with babies in the NICU wait a month for their Medicaid applications to be processed. One medical provider, Heidi Young, says she's seen patients get stuck in the hospital for 60 to 90 days because the state doesn't process their Medicaid insurance. And the fact that the legislature has been aware of this and the Commissioner of Health and Social Services has been made aware of this on multiple occasions, and they keep passing the buck. And I I just think Alaskans need more support than that. State officials say we got here because of a cyber attack on the department in 2021 and a large volume of paperwork after the state ended the public health emergency this summer. During the pandemic, there wasn't as much paperwork for food stamp benefits. But when it was over, everyone had to refile. Sources inside the department say the backlog goes back years and is due to understaffing and mismanagement. Okay, but wait, did you just say people are getting stuck in the hospital for, what, two or three months because of what's essentially a backlog of paperwork? Wouldn't that end up costing a whole lot more? It's expensive. But I learned from Jared Kosin. He runs a trade group for hospitals. But if someone's cleared for release from the hospital but has nowhere to go for lower-level care, the hospital can't let them leave. Insurance doesn't usually cover unnecessary hospital stays, so hospitals are actually on the hook to pay. Well, that doesn't sound good for anybody. Anyway, back to the food stamps. Are people actually going hungry? I've gotten emails from Alaskans who say they're skipping meals so their children can eat. That's not everyone's story. For some people, this just means their budget is a little tighter or that friends and family help out or they go to the food bank. For others, it can be really dire, like choosing between bills and food. There are different levels of food stamp benefits you can get that correlate to different levels of food insecurity. There's also a level of fear because Alaskans don't know how long they have to wait. Some people have been waiting since the fall and may have weeks to go. Last week, the state said they have about 950 applications from September left to process. The first source I talked to, Nikita Chase, spoke out because she started dipping into her emergency food supply and was worried about fellow Alaskans who didn't have moose set aside in the freezer like she did. What about the people who are barely keeping their heads above float, who, you know, need this money to pay rent for 
month to month, or they need this money to heat their homes, or they need this money to feed their families. She said she had to skip paying her electric bill last month. But the good news is she called the state ombudsman, and her case got processed. So she and her kids have their food stamps now. Yeah, I guess having each individual family file a complaint with the ombudsman doesn't seem realistic, though. So what does the state say about how it's really going to fix this? The state says it's working to onboard about 30 new hires, and that the division director has requested to hire several dozen more. Sources inside the department say those efforts are not sufficient, and one anonymous source said the state is not spending enough time to train new hires on the complex systems required to manage federal programs. If you look at the state's spending, you can see that the governor cut more than 100 jobs from the division in 2021. That doesn't mean layoffs. It means that when people quit or get promoted or retire, those positions are allowed to stay vacant. So this acute moment of understaffing has its roots there. State employees say their colleagues are quitting at a rapid pace. One said they were, quote, dropping like flies. The leader of the union that represents state workers, Marianne Ganassius, says it's gotten so bad that worker safety is actually her main concern at this point. She says workers get contacted outside of work and threatened by clients who have been waiting too long for help. They're becoming a little more aggressive and volatile um, because of the backlog and not being able to access their benefits. She's not sure the state's hiring will work if the workers feel unsafe. So, Claire, you've reported this in a couple installments. What have you heard as you've been covering this story? After the first story in December, KTOO was flooded with emails and calls from people who were waiting on food stamps. After the state finally talked to us for the second story, I started hearing from people within the department and people who help Alaskans get food stamps and other benefits like Medicaid. They say some stressed clients are taking out their frustration on workers, harassing them online, approaching them in the grocery store, calling them names, and even threatening them with violence. And they say this backlog problem isn't new. It goes back years. And that only systemic change can fix it. In other words, simply hiring new workers doesn't address the high turnover rates and workplace conditions that lead to them. All right. Well, we trust that you will continue to follow this. That was KTOO reporter Claire Strempel. You can read her full reporting at ktoo.org or alaskapublic.org. Claire, thanks for being here. Thanks, Casey. Taking a look at the community calendar. Registration is open for a six-session, 15-hour certification program for youth age 11 to 18 interested in childcare careers and babysitting to be held 3.30 p.m. on Mondays beginning January 9th. Classes will be held at Blatchley Middle School with CPR certification to be held at the fire hall. Cost is $30. Email jdshaw2 at alaska.edu with questions and to register. Adult soccer is played 6.30 to 8 p.m. every Wednesday at Moeller Field. Email sitkayouthsoccer at gmail.com with questions. And the Sitka School Board meets at 6 p.m. today at Harrigan Centennial Hall. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.